Welcome to the Kick Pod, your weekly DM on the stuff that matters. Good morning. Good morning. We're everyone listening should be very happy because we're not recording late afternoon, which means we there won't be, be as yeah. bizarre things coming out of my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can't promise that I won't have some weird things coming out of my yes. mouth. I didn't have the best time last time. How many hours did you get? Fill us in. Um, well, it's hard to add up, but um, it, lately he hasn't been really settling. We haven't been getting to bed till like midnight and then he's mm-hmm. been waking up like three times between midnight and eight o'clock. So mm-hmm. whatever that is. And he's usually up for an hour to an hour and a half depending on how hard it is to burp him at that point. Okay. Yeah. That is not a lot of sleep. It's not, but it's fine. I'm still I'm still. You still it. look really good. <laughs> oh, thanks. And I just had a cuddle and he has grown a lot. He has grown so much. So I was saying to Laura earlier, um, we had all these onesies that were like triple zero size, which is the zero to three months. And they all looked so big when he was born. And I was like, oh, he's not going to fit in these for so long. Anyway, he's grown out of the newborn quadruple zero onesies that we had which is just nuts because they were even a little bit big on him when he was born and yeah these ones that looked physically huge and like really big in the belly and long in the arms and legs now fit him perfectly so my little guy's growing we actually had a checkup the other day and they said that they were expecting him to put on about 150 grams and he'd put on 470 so they were like oh my goodness good on him (laughs) That's amazing. Obviously, he's feeding so well then. Yeah. That's so good. Yes, he loves How the boob. How many grams? Is, wait, is he? No, he's in kilos. Yeah, he's, well, yeah, he's, I think he's almost four kilos. He's oh like three point, I don't know, 3.9 maybe, I can't remember. So he's going to, we just, um, <laughs> Ben, which is the new dog we're getting. Yeah. He's 3.3 kilos right now. Oh. He got weighed yesterday, so they're close, they're similar in weight. By the time you pick up Ben, they'll probably be around the same weight, oh. yeah. That's very cute. Gorgeous. Gorgeous. Oh, my God. And what else was I going to say? When I was just holding him, he was looking at me. Yeah. It's really cute. He hasn't done that before. Usually he just looks into the distance, but I feel like we really connected today. (laughs) Kind of a little out of focus. No, he's definitely going through – I think he's going through what they call a leap, but he's definitely changed a little bit. He's a lot more alert when he's awake and his eyes are just so open. He's really, like, soaking everything in. So he was studying your face this morning. Little (laughs) bubba. I have a weird story to tell you. Okay. It's like a – I feel like I need a segment on Bizarre Dalton stories because – Love it. (laughs) It's just I wrote it down last night to tell it on the podcast mm. and then this morning something else changed in the story and so I was like it's become even weirder <laughs> so I was like I'll tell you. Perfect. So our coffee machine, we've got a proper coffee machine yep. that, yep. you know, that like not yours, a pod. exactly the same right. as yours. So yep. You can grind the yep. stuff. Like a cafe. Like a cafe. Yeah. Anyway, it's been broken for about maybe a month and a half to two months. Look how broken. It doesn't, it doesn't warm up, so it needs to get to 97, right. you know, have the temperature thing, obviously, yeah, yeah. to start making a coffee. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it goes to like 25 and then it goes back down to zero. So something's been wrong with it. But it is, it's not super old, but it, it's probably like four years old have now or something. Have you ever had it? Like, yes, we have okay. had it serviced okay. uh, around the corner from here, actually. But I can't carry it into the car and they're only open in working hours. So Dalton needs to do it and he's never home in working hours. So it's like, we just haven't done it. Anyway, I got home, we got home last night and I was like, the coffee machine's on. It's at 95 degrees. How did it fit? Like, what the heck? Mm. And he said, oh, I gave the person from the coffee shop, I left the house open for him. Yeah. So this coffee this coffee shop, it's actually around the corner from I was going to say, I'm sure there's people who come to your house and... Yeah, yeah, the one from around the corner from here. And he's a little Italian man. Yeah. He's so lovely. Yeah. 
but we've met him once, right? Yeah. yeah. And he doesn't look like someone who would get in his car and drive to serve someone's coffee machine at home. It's yeah. not that kind of shop, right? I know, it's been there for 150 <laughs> years. People are very, like, you know, passionate about their coffee machines. He might, he might have actually loved doing that for you. Anyway, so Jonathan <laughs> said, oh, yes, I left a key under the doormat, some cash on the bench, and I told him to come over today and fix the coffee machine. And I was like, Jonathan, you can't let – I know we've met this person once, but you can't let a random yeah. come into our house in the middle yeah. of the day <laughs> – and just fix our coffee machine. Like, like he's not a rancher, but like I've met him yeah, once. Like, yeah. that's really unsafe. Yeah, anyway, yeah. then this morning I said, well, so what was wrong with it? And he just like wouldn't tell me. And then this morning, we, before we went for a run, I made a coffee mm. and the temperature went straight back down as soon as I made it. So it was like a really bizarre, okay. it kind of half worked. Mm. And I said, he obviously didn't fix it, Dalton. And then he said, well, I was joking. He didn't come. I fix it. And I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. So you did this roundabout story. <laughs> so weird. Like, I just, I just like, I was like, Dalton, I don't understand why you would have told me that in the first place. And he said, I just thought it was so funny that you believed that I let a random in our house. And I was like, you've you literally done that ten times before, so why wouldn't say, I? <laughs> I feel like now what he's joking about is that it actually – I feel like he actually did get someone to come into the house. He realised how wrong that was and he's like, oh, shit, I better just tell her it was just me. It's just a mystery. He's just a mystery. Like, I just can't – he's just so – sometimes he's so random and I'm just like – I'm just so confused right now because yeah. I'm like, but did he fix it? Because what was wrong with it was, like, not something he could fix. Yeah. So, anyway, that was the story I wanted to tell you. So, <laughs> I just funny. thought it was going to be that a random came into our house. Yeah. But it was actually – they didn't – I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> Oh, well, I hope it gets fixed for you, you. soon. <laughs> <Sorry. laughs> um, what else is going on? Let's let's diverge from this um, coffee machine story. This week is actually super exciting. It is really well, I just like did these weird hand movements. Like, I was like squeezing like, I don't know. Some, Melons or yeah. something. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, he's like Harvey when he's on my boob. <laughs> I'm inspired by him. Anyway, this week is a very exciting week for Kick because we've got two, two very big announcements. Mm. The first one. I don't know where to start. They're really exciting. Uh, the challenge. The challenge. Yeah. Okay. The first one, we'll start with the challenge. Yeah. So we have, well, we are, <laughs> we are launching a, and this is after a lot of you guys have said that in winter, and I think it's just like everyone. Everyone. It is so hard. Yeah to be motivated 100% and you just lose the motivation but of course it's very important to move our bodies all times of the year and we always we feel so much better when yeah. we are so I feel like if we take all of winter off because it's cold yeah it's not the best for us so no. No. we thought we yeah. would launch a winter challenge which is all about moving in winter it is 12 weeks mm-hmm. it is starting on the 7th of June if you would like to be a part of it you can we will be sharing swipe up links on our stories for signing up for the challenge. Also, you just need to sign up for Keep It Cleaner as a part of the challenge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have it's all in the planner. Exactly yeah. right. We've got our seven day free trial in the show notes. You can sign up and then sign up to kick if you want to come back if you want to and join us because it's going to be great and it's starting on June the 7th. And I highly recommend if you are going to join us in the challenge or just join kick in general to um, find our private Facebook community as well because I'm sure a lot of the community will be cheering each other on. They yes. generally do every day, let alone when there's a challenge on. So um, highly recommend that for even more motivation. Yes, love it. And then to start the challenge, mm. we are launching a new type of exercise, which is a combination of – the team wrote this to me and I loved it. It was like <laughs> combination of sweating and – your favourite exercises combined. I've really not nailed the way that was written. <laughs> I was going to anyway. say, maybe you should have just read what they wrote. <laughs> it's a combination of your two favourite workouts or mm-hmm. two of ev- 
very popular workouts yeah, yeah. in in kick, which is Pilates and hit. Mm-hmm. It is cardio Pilates mm-hmm. with Mari, mm-hmm. our amazing one of our amazing Pilates instructors. Mm-hmm. It is so good. I love it because I feel like with Pilates, obviously, it's all about those slow movements that really controlled. burn yeah. and are controlled, and mm-hmm. then you're sore for ages. Mm, but it's so good for you. Yeah, exactly right. And so it's strength. But then it's a combination with also getting your heart rate up. So yep. after you finish it, you feel like you've got your endorphins. Yep. You've, it, it's a challenge. Yep. I just I loved filming it. Yep. You couldn't film it. I was it very jealous. Yeah. You I was pregnant. were heavily pregnant. Yep. So I, I took one for the team and I filmed all the cardio <laughs> Pilates and obviously Mari as, Mari as well. And it is – we us, yeah, ever since we filmed it, I was like, I cannot wait to yep. share this with the community. Yep. And it's so close yep. and it's a part of the challenge. So yep. you'll see how – um, and you'll also be able to find them all in the Wellness Hub as well, where the Pilates are in the app. But yes, it's very exciting. It's very exciting. I think it's also a really good option for those of you who want to get your heart rate up at a lower intensity kind of um, uh, way, form of exercising. Yes. Sorry, guys, lack of sleep. Um, you know, like I think um, you can you could do this in your PJs and your bare feet. You know, you might not necessarily do a, a kick hit workout without your runners or something like that. I don't know how good that would be for your feet and stuff. But the cardio Pilates is such a great kind of low impact way of getting your heart rate up. So I'm really excited for you guys to try it. And I'm excited for the time when I'm ready to get back into exercise <laughs> to give them a go because they looked so fun when you guys were filming them. Yeah. I'm so excited. <laughs> Winter challenge, cardio Pilates, everything's happening. And now, oh my goodness, special share. Oh yeah, special share. Have you got one? I do. Yeah. Oh, have you have you got one? What's, oh, 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 you know what's English. really funny about that? That was my that? best English accent. That wasn't very good. That's very strange that you did that because Why? my special share is that I'm watching The Crown. Oh. Oh, okay. That's a stag face. I don't think you would like The Crown. <laughs> I'm loving it. I feel like also this was a special share of two years ago. I know. Yeah. Look, <laughs> I, I, I'm really late to the party. I really am. But <laughs> is this because during the day, if you're like, because obviously you need to rest when Harvey yeah, rests. I'm literally just on the couch. So you're on the couch, like kind of napping, yeah. trying to find something to watch. Yeah. And so you went, and so when yeah. you chose The Crown, were you like, I don't think I like this show, but I've got nothing to watch. So should, I'm going to give it a go. I think. Because why have you never watched until now? <laughs> Because there was other things to watch, I think. Yeah. And then I So it was the one with the barrel for you then. <laughs> well, I finished Gossip Girl the other day, which, you know, cried. Yeah. Because it was really sad to finish for the third time in my life. Um, <laughs> and then I was like, okay, I want to watch a new show that I haven't watched. But then I was like, but I, wa- I don't want to watch a new, like a new one. I want to watch something that someone has told me to watch before. Have you and watched Ted Lasso yet? I've watched one and a half episodes. You didn't like it? I, no, I don't not like it. I just feel like. You yeah, prefer The Crown. No, no, no. I just felt like watching something a little bit more serious. Okay, true, yeah, true, yeah. true, yeah. yeah. Um, and so, anyway, the crown popped up, and I was like, okay, this like won awards and like has had some good, yeah. good, you know, things said about it. So two years ago, and I don't mind. <laughs> I'm not like a massive. Maybe it wasn't two years ago. I'm not sure. I'm not massive. I'm not a massive fan. As in, like, I don't know everything about the <laughs> royal family. As in, like, I'm not a fan in that way. Like, I know all everything. Um, but I do I actually do love like hearing about them and like hearing about things. News when mm-hmm. it pops up and, and your family, like that. my family's your English from the UK. So and my dad. dad. Yeah. Oh my god! Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, <Russ>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my whole family's from except for my brother and I from the UK. So I don't know. I have this like weird connection to mm. England. Anyway, so what I love about <laughs> the Crown, I'm almost through season one. Um, is I'm actually learning a lot. And I know, I know a lot about of the what? like behind the scenes and stuff like that is all just about like made up history. History. Okay. Yeah, yeah, like you know how the king died, how the queen became the queen, like oh, those kind of yes. things. Like I'm, I've, I feel like I've learnt little parts of them before, but 
never really maybe concentrated. And so it's mm. nice to just know the background story of, mm-hmm. I don't know, how the royal family is. But obviously I'm enjoying the drama part of it. That's all the made up stuff. I mm. love that they yes. would have just okay. assumed the conversations that happened yes. behind the scenes. But I'm really enjoying those things, even if they're not true. Do you know what I mean? Love it. It's and like do you a, think it's an a, interest in the royal family is necessary because my interest yes. in the royal family is... Oh, you know what? Not necessarily. down in the <laughs> negatives. <laughs> not necessarily because people, you know, who liked um, Bridgerton or like... Um, also not. Oh, you didn't Did like that? Did you even that? like it? Oh, I liked parts of it. I didn't. <laughs> really? I'm not sure. Is anyone going to watch the Grand Aunts? I feel like I'm like this. Like, I'm, so you bring a special shit and you don't do this to me. But I like challenge you on it. I'm like, but are you sure? <laughs> I'm really enjoying the crowd. Okay. For both the well, reasons of learning history, but at the same time as the ju- the drama and stuff that they assumed is really mm, Sounds like a ball of fun. I, <laughs> if I get to the bottom of the barrel and there's literally not one thing left on Netflix, I might. Where, where's it on? Netflix. Netflix, okay. Yeah. Well, I've got a show too. Okay. <laughs> Started it last night. I'm really, I feel like I've recommended now three shows in a row. I'm watching a lot of TV lately. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously. Um, so I am recommending The Good Doctor. Oh, how beautiful is that it show? It is beautiful. Yeah. But it used to be on only on um, someone. That's okay. doesn't matter. Oh God, sorry. I was like, Laura, it looks weird. <laughs> she literally looked I at me like, your like, phone is not on silent. And I was like, mm, that was definitely from your side. But anyway, uh, so The Good Doctor, it is, I feel like it was on Channel 7 yeah. or something. Yeah. That's when I used I, to watch it. It was, it's on too late for me. Yeah. And also I don't remember to, I don't know, it's, yeah, like, yeah. it's at like 8.30 on a Wednesday night or yeah. something. So now it's on Netflix yeah. and it just popped up yeah. and I literally where we watched maybe four episodes. There was the moon eclipse last night or something. Yeah. I can't remember. Yeah. Is that Did the you go right out thing? and see it? Yeah, for a minute though. But I was like, I have to go back <laughs> in because I'm missing the good doctor. But even though he paused it because it's on I was going to say it's on Netflix. But we just wanted to keep watching yeah, it. Okay, yeah. I loved, I loved it. Yeah, it's, just, it's really it's beautiful. It's a gorgeous, feel good, Grey's Anatomy vibe, yeah. but also with another, like you get the, the, the drama of the hospital from... The show, yeah, which yeah, is yeah. what you get in yeah, Grey's yeah. Anatomy, but then you also—he's just—it's a, a beautiful story, yeah, and yeah, I love it. Yeah, so highly recommend. There's something about those kind of shows. Like I remember, obviously, I loved Grey's Anatomy when, it, like, I used to watch that in high school, mm. and I love that there's so many millennials watching it now on like Netflix and yes. stuff. I mean, I know it's still going. Oh, wait, obviously. aren't we millennials? Oh, are we? Yeah. Oh, what's the one underneath us? Not Gen underneath us. Younger Gen than us. Gen Z. Oh, my bad. <laughs> um, Gen Z. <laughs> I'm Gen Z. I'm pretty Z. sure millennials go up to like 35 <laughs> or something. I'm sorry. Again, sleep deprived. But it's it's funny like um, those kind of shows. Even Kick Girl Paris, right? She's watching Revenge. And I was like to Hi, her. Paris. Oh, my Love gosh, Paris. yes. Hi, Paris. Uh, if you're listening. Um I remember watching Revenge when it was on TV when I was in high school and she's like watching it back now mm-hmm. as like a TV series on Netflix. And I just, I mean, I just did that with Vampire Diaries. So I can't and say And you also did it with Gossip Girl. Oh, I did. No, yeah, but that's and rewatch. And pr- pretty much The Crown too. No. I feel like that's been out for a long time. <laughs> okay. I can't talk. But anyway. Also, can I just tell you, yeah. millennials are between 25 and 40 years oh old. Oh my God. Okay, Gen Z. Um, but there's something about those kind of hospital shows. Like I loved Grey's Anatomy. I loved House. Do you remember House? Did you mm. ever watch that? I didn't watch a lot of TV growing up. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I would turn it away. <laughs> um, House and, yeah, The Good Doctor. They're all like – and Scrubs. Actually, I, I love so many hospital shows. a new show. I feel like – No, it's not. It How was on new TV. It? Yeah, but I think it was only on TV the past two years. Really? She's Googling again. <laughs> I feel like it's been on for a little bit, but I might be wrong. Um, tell me your guess, original release guess. Four years ago. Correct, 2017. But like we were, again, that 
That wasn't that long ago. No, Grey's Anatomy was probably like 2000. No, I know. I'm saying hospital shows in general. Right. I tend to like them. But I remember watching The Good Doctor when it just came out on TV. That's why I was saying it was like four years ago. Oh. Yeah. I was thinking like 20 years ago. No. Okay. <laughs> no. Okay. Anyway, um, so this is why we're not like a pop culture podcast because obviously <laughs> have to fact otherwise check we go all downhill. Um, anyway, so there's some options for you, The Good Doctor or The Crown. Um Thank you for not giving me a – is it called an inquisi- inquisition where you, like, fully – yeah. Yeah. Inquisition. Bit of a lecture too. Shall we? The Weakest Link's also back. I And it's got magnets. Okay, what are we – let's stop talking about television. Sorry, guys. <laughs> the D&M. The D&M. Okay, Steph, are you going to read it for us? All right, the D&M for this week. <laughs> Moving on to the actual segment. Hi, Steph and Laura. I have been with my boyfriend for the past six years. I'm 26 and he's 31. We don't live with each other, but both still live at home. I also only see him once a week and if lucky, in the week, if I initiate it. He doesn't make much of an effort to want to see me and is quite a negative person and he sees the worst in every situation. We have had quite a few downs, but some ups as well. I feel like I'm the only one making an effort in this relationship, even though he's more into me than I'm into him. I'm, I am stuck in knowing what to do. I feel like I'm stuck in a miserable but sometimes happy relationship and I feel like I owe him by staying by his side. I am currently studying for a degree for a job I've dreamt about but can't be overly happy as the relationship puts a dampener on most things. Thinking about a future without him is hard but do I be brave and finish with him or do I give things another try even though I know he won't change? This is a very Mm. difficult Mm. situation Mm -hmm. and I feel like it is no one – I feel – yeah, ending a relationship is the hardest thing in the world because you're literally breaking up with someone – like a friend, like your best friend and you don't really get to see them again. And it's very, very, very hard but but I think as well one thing that I have learnt over my – 28 years of life, (laughs) is that you never know 100%. You're Mm. never going to get to a point, unless, of course, there's something like really, really bad happens. You never know. I I literally don't know anyone that's come to a kind of a stage in a relationship when they're not happy, Mm. but they never know 100% I'm ready to break up with this person. It's kind of like if you get to 80% in your head, like that's actually quite You kind of really just have to follow your gut. A hundred percent. And I feel like you also kind of need a way up with those, like, uh, I think she said, what did, I'm just going to read it again. Um, stuck in a miserable, but sometimes happy relationship, like weigh up how often are you feeling mm. miserable versus how often, often are you feeling happy? Because I know in my past relationships, um, I would probably describe them very similar to this. And when I kind of weighed it all up, there was a lot more sad times or down times than there was the happy times. Mm. Um, And that's kind of how I came to a realisation that like it wasn't quite right. I feel like every relationship has its downs. Mm. We all go through stages where, I mean, there might even be stages of a relationship where there is more downs than ups, Mm. like absolutely. But if you feel like this has been going on for a while now um, and there's more downs, I think, than ups, um, that might be a sign that it's, Time right. to possibly move on. And the thing is, is about breakups and everything like that. At the end of the day, if you guys are meant to be together, I have plenty of friends who have broken up with their partner because they got to this kind of stage or like similar. 
broke up and then, you know, either went maybe a couple months and already regretted it or like a whole year or two and went and did different things, went and did their studies, went and travelled or whatever and ended up coming back together because mm. they realised like they'd learn a lot about each other and like a, a lot about themselves being apart and they were still wanting to be together. So it doesn't mean it's the absolute end of you guys if you do break up but you also might break up and realise that it was the right thing to do for you. So if you're already questioning that, as you said, Laws, I feel like once you're at that point, mm. even if it's only 80% sure, like, you know, if you're sitting there and being a bit sad and miserable, maybe it's time to make that decision. Mm. And and especially if it's affecting other elements of your life. Totally. Like if you're having an amazing – in your – you're studying for a degree yeah. for a job that you've always dreamt about but you can't be happy about it because yeah. your relationship shouldn't bring down other – like Parts all the life, elements yeah. in your life. 100%. It should support – your, yeah, your partner should support you mm-hmm. in everything that mm-hmm. you want to do and make you feel good and excited about your future. And I think you, uh, it's really important to remember as well, we don't – we choose our partners. It's yeah. not It's not like, you know, we can never leave a relationship mm. if you are unhappy. Like, mm. it's, it's it's really hard though because you just I, – I get it. Like, you just feel so bad. Mm. You just feel horrible about mm. it because obviously you're both going to get hurt in ending it. Mm. But if it's for the best for – both of you, there mm. might be someone out there that might be better suited for, for your partner that, you know, they, he might be happy with and, and you might find someone that you're happier with. It's just, it is, it's so hard. Yeah, it is really hard. And I mean, the last thing I'd want to say to this is also, I don't know if you've actually opened up to him and spoken to him about it and like tried to work on it. Like, have you been, have you kind of opened up to him and been honest about the way you're feeling and the way he's making you feel? Um, because sometimes, you know, we don't even know that we're, we're affecting our partner in that way. And Mm. it takes the other person to kind of open up and be honest and say, look, you're actually making me feel like this, or this is how I'm feeling. Um, and he might have a bit of a wake up call and like Mm. maybe be a little bit different, but at the end of the day, he might also turn around and say, he's been thinking the same thing. So maybe have the conversation first. Obviously you don't have to jump straight to Mm. making the decision to leave him. Um, but yeah, hope, hope it all works out. Yeah. And you deserve to be happy. Mm Mm-hmm. Great question Mm. and sending you love because it's literally the hardest decision ever. I actually think knowing to break up with someone or not or if a relationship is right for you is up there with the hardest decisions ever. Mm -hmm. Agreed. So sorry about that. Time for your random segment that you've added. (laughs) Clumsy stories. (laughs) (laughs) We have got another clumsy story. Thank you, Sasha, for sending this in. Okay, so... My clumsy story is that two or three years ago, while at my high school swimming carnival, I was placed in around three or four events on, and on my first, myself and the other swimmers were marshaled to the diving boards. The big speaker yelled, on your marks, so everyone propped themselves onto the diving boards. Then he yelled, get set, so everyone folded forwards and put their arms in a torpedo position. A second or so afterwards, I feel the weight of my torso moving forwards and down oh, no. and humiliatingly, oops, hang on, you skipped a sentence, and in front of the entire senior school, I fell in the water before the oh. go gunshot. I humiliatingly had to doggy paddle out of the <laughs> pool and get back up on the diving board to restart the race, not my finest moment. Oh my God. Oh, my goodness. I feel like school <laughs> swimming – I was all about participation in every type of sport swimming except was swimming. Yeah, swimming was just the one that I was like, this is just I'll so get dressed up. Yeah, That's exactly the it. same. It's just – it is – things like this yeah. are very probable to happen yeah. if you're not a strong yeah. swimmer and I just feel like it's really – yeah, it's just – there's a lot of things that can go wrong in the pool. Oh, I mean, her knickers <laughs> got to come off and, or, you know. Wow. 
But thanks for your story. Send any more and we like. We like your clumsy. I love the clumsy stories. It's pretty random, but I just love it. You know, (laughs) I love Wednesday morning. We can guarantee you that if you guys don't send one in, Laura will will have one because she's clumsy every week. I'll have to fall over for you. (laughs) (laughs) You won't need to try. (laughs) But today's podcast, guys, is all about friendships. So similar to what we're talking about before. half of the podcast because I feel like. (laughs) Because our intro is confident. So thanks for sending in your questions about friendships. It is a hard thing to navigate as an adult I think um friendships I mean it's a hard thing to navigate as a teenager too but as an adult particularly friendships like there's so many questions around it how do you make them how do you leave one how do you know Mm. when it's good or not anyway so we've got your questions and we are going to start with yes signs of a toxic friendship yeah this was a very very popular question Mm. I feel like again it's kind of like what we're just talking about with relationships yeah it's really hard Mm. to want to leave a friendship yeah which we're going to go into that after, how 100%. to break up with a friend. Yeah. Well, Whoa. our experience, <laughs> like how to break up with a friend. So signs of a toxic friendship. Mm. I have got a few down. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the first one I thought is, when you oh, first of all, when you see your friends and mm. be with your friends, you want to feel good about yourself. Yep. So I feel like there's it's things the that you me. can think about mm. after you leave. And depending on how you're feeling that are kind of leading to the signs of yeah. this is a not a friendship for okay. me. And what I've got down is do they want the best for me or are they trying to bring me down? Mm-hmm. And do they make me feel uncomfortable when I talk about my wins? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So 100% this is a huge one for me as yeah. well. I feel like the way, you know, you leave a – whether it's a gathering or like a catch-up with friends, the mood you're in when you leave is like a big telltale, tell, yes. t- tale sign – of that friendship, I feel because you're so right. It you you want your friendships to um, your friends, sorry, to bring you up and to mm-hmm. support you and to be, congratulate you and mm-hmm. encourage you and all that sort of stuff. So if they're doing all those opposite things, bringing you down, making you feel guilty, or or like um you know if you if you say something you're really proud of and and they kind of either aren't excited for you or make a joke about it and don't really take it seriously, it's like oh. It's not a nice feeling, mm-hmm. and I think mm-hmm. that is a huge telltale sale because it's it comes under jealousy. You say telltale sale. I keep saying it tell-tale. wrong. <laughs> I love it. No, I love it. Everyone love knows it. what I'm saying. I, um, <laughs> um, I think it is. It's a big sign of jealousy, and like yeah. there shouldn't be. I mean, yeah, you can be jealous of your friends every now and again. It doesn't mean you've got a terrible friendship, mm. but the, it shouldn't be to the extent and the level that you make your friend feel bad when they've had a win or something like that. You know, yes. you can feel it in yourself. Like there's times when I've been jealous of a friend's, mm. you know, wins or whatever, but I haven't like expressed it to them in a way of making them feel terrible about it. Do you know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. You need to, your friends need to be happy for you. Yeah. If you are succeeding in 100%. your life. Because otherwise, why on earth are you hanging out with yeah. them? Really? 100%. Um, and then I also had, yeah, what you said, like how do you feel before and after you catch up with them? Do you dread it? Like if you're yes. dreading going and seeing a friend mm. – then or afterwards you feel like horrible. Yeah, yeah. It's probably also a sign that they're not a great friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh my God, 100%. There was, there was those, I feel like that happened a lot in like high school and stuff like that when you just knew like if you had friends or a friend of a friend's party that you knew you had to go to because your other friends were going but you mm-hmm. like really didn't want to go. It was like obviously you don't really like that person. And so mm-hmm. take that into your adult life. If you're having catch-ups or like – finding that you're going out of your way to see someone but you never feel really good about it mm. or you're not excited about it, it's probably a good sign that they don't really make you feel that good when you do actually spend time with them. A hundred percent. And then I think that also goes for if they contact you 
how do you feel? And then also, if you haven't spoken to them, how do you feel? Do you yeah. feel like this pressure? You, you know, there's some people that you just, yeah, have you missed them? But there's mm. some people that you feel like, oh my God, I haven't contacted this person. I'm going to get in trouble. Yes. They're going to be annoyed at me. Like yeah. they're going to be, that's also Whereas not a true a friend should always, you know, be totally understanding of like, if you haven't been in touch or whatever like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. And then sure. I suppose what comes in, ties into that is, balance within a friendship so of course we all go through times where we need our friends more than they need us because yep. that's life yeah yep. however you can't it's not I well I think that for me some toxic friendships that I've had I've realized that it's actually not balanced ever yeah like you're giving so much yes all the time and yes. you're there for them and you're there to listen and everything like that but when it comes to your issues they either never get to come up because yep. they never ask how you are yes or, or when you do bring them up they revert the conversation back to their own issues yes. or they don't really help you out at all. Like for what's an example? You've been through a breakup or yeah. something really hard yeah. and you catch up with a friend to talk about it and yeah. talk through it and then they talk about their breakup from five years ago yeah. and then you, you end, you leave the break, you ca- they catch up and you're like, oh, I actually didn't get to say anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 100%. And I feel like we've all had friends yeah. like that. Yeah. And you, there's always those friends that, that it's fine. They come to you to, to be, you know, for you to be their shoulder and for them to get a lot of support from you. And that's that's a good sign that you're a good friend. Mm. But if they are not doing the same thing, it's, if it's not reciprocated, then it's not a great friend. Not a great friend. Mm. So that's what I had down for a toxic mm. friendship. What about a good one? A good That is a good question. <laughs> well, Pretty much all friend, the opposites. Yeah. <laughs> it's literally all the opposites. It's, yeah. it's having that balance. It's feeling good after you catch up with them. And also for me, the biggest thing is being able to be myself yeah. and not questioning. Like I've got some friend, or I'm kind of in the stage of like, I'm not sure if, kind of fading apart, I suppose. But there's sometimes I've gone to catch up with friends and after I finish catching up with them, like I question like myself, like, oh my God, I'm too loud. I speak too much. Like mm. I shouldn't have spoken about this. Mm. Oh, did I ma-? like, you shouldn't have shouldn't that, leave that. Yeah, you know? Yeah. And after, of, as, as for us, for an example, mm. I've never, I feel like you've seen me in like my full weirdness. Like you just, you, <laughs> you just know me, right? Yeah. And I have not once left and thought, oh my God, like does Steph think that like I'm, <laughs> weird because yes, I, I said do. this. <laughs> <laughs> Does, I, and I never question myself like, oh, I never think, oh, I shouldn't have spoken about yeah. that because like Steph's obviously not happy. Like I've just, I've never, ever, ever felt like that when I've yeah. not caught up with you. So I feel like, you know, you're yeah. probably a good friend. <laughs> <laughs> I think probably, Definitely. hopefully. I think that also comes under like honesty, like mm. 100% honesty. That doesn't, it's not just about what you talk about or like, you know, being open about things. Mm-hmm. It's just being honest in yourself and yes. in your own skin. A hundred percent. So I think that's the biggest and, – and just being you, – that your friends are happy for you. Yeah. You say you've got a promotion and yeah. your friend says, oh, were you really ready for that? Yeah. Well, am I ready for you? No. Yeah. We yeah. shouldn't be friends anymore. Like yeah. they, should, they should be so happy for you yeah. and want to celebrate. Or if celebrate. you hit like a huge milestone in your life, like, you know, you might have saved up enough to put down a mortgage on a house or something and you, you're so excited and proud that you want to share it with, with a friend but for whatever reason they're just – you know, and again, this could come under jealousy. They might not be in a position in their life where they could do something like that. And a good friend should be in that position and still be happy for you no matter what's going on in their life kind of mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. I agree. And then I think from here, mm-hmm. I want to skip forward a tiny bit and then go back okay. from how I planned this episode out. I'm thinking how would love to chat about how to break up mm-hmm. with a friend. So if you are identifying that you're – and this was one Toxic, of the most yeah. – honestly, the, out of all the questions that came in, there was 80% of them were, were these worded in different ways. Yeah. How to break up with a friend. How do you know it's time to move on or if you should keep trying? 
And then if you do move on, like how do you deal with the guilt about that? Yeah. And then how do you do it? Yeah. And I reckon we're going to have different opinions on how you do it. The whole thing with the guilt, I feel like that comes into play a lot as well when it might be an individual that's still in a group of friends that you there's still people in that group that you are close with, if that makes sense. That's a very tricky situation. It is. Like, it's a lot easier to... I mean, it's never easy to break up with someone, don't get me wrong, but, like, it's a lot easier if the individual is just an individual that you met, I don't know, might have met at a job or something and there's no other tie to Mm. them. Whereas if it's a friend in a friendship group where you still kind of see that group or other people in that group that you are still close with but there's just one individual that you're like, oh, I don't really like you anymore, um, that's really hard. And What would you do? Okay. (laughs) Tell us, tell us. (laughs) To be honest, I am a pretty forward person. So correct. That is correct. (laughs) Is correct. If I have an issue with someone, or like I feel like something is in the way of our friendship, or whatever, I'll just pick up about it. You really like? (laughs) What the fuck is going on? No, no, no. But like, honestly, I love that about you. Obviously, no. Seth doesn't do it to me. No, but I would. I would honestly say I would try first and have the conversation and be like, "What's going on?" And I can't do this. Okay, let's set the scene. Just say you're in a group of uh, ten or five, five friends, right? You catch up maybe like, I don't know, like all friendship groups once a month, like maybe, all together yeah, or yeah. whatever. Um, and then you four of them you're really close with, one you're not really close with, mm. you don't – they're a toxic friend for you, yeah. but you only see them in the group catch-up. So yeah. it's not like yeah. you talk to them any other time. Yeah. And when you go to the group catch-ups, you can kind of steer away from them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would you still have a conversation with that person? Because nah, not if okay, they, good. No, no, no. I was going to say no. I would avoid <laughs> at no, all no. costs. And the only time I'd have a conversation is if it was someone that I actually wanted the friendship still with. Yes. As in, like, if I was finding that it was turning into a toxic relationship, but I was really sad about that because yep. it was someone that I, you know, genuinely yes. really wanted to keep a friendship with. That's when I'd have the conversation. Love that, right? Advice. But if yep. it was someone that I don't actually mind having a falling out with, first of all, I would just see if it naturally fell out. As yes. you said, you know, I only see them in a group situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They never reach out to personally mm-hmm. catch up one on one, you know. Then I just let that kind of play its course. But if it was someone that you know was making me feel shitty or like I wasn't really enjoying my time with, but I really missed the good mm-hmm. times and I really wanted to work on that, then I would <laughs> pull them up on it, um, or I'd try and work on that for sure, and I'd be honest about that. But again, I think there is no issue whatsoever in also just letting things go and see, seeing if like how things play out if you just kind of step back a little bit. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like you don't have to have that open conversation if it's someone that you kind of don't mind mm-hmm. just letting go. I, I agree. I think that – and I think what you said there about – it. I think it's quite normal and I think I was – when I was um, researching for this episode, mm. there's an article in the cut called How to Make Friends as an Adult and there's an amazing doctor that she's kind of like a specialist in friendship, mm. Dr. Miriam Kermayer. I hope I said that right. And she's a psychologist and she speaks about how it's actually very normal to have issues with friendships, mm. but nobody speaks about it because yeah. it's just like, I don't know why. We yeah. just It's an uncomfortable thing to talk about. Like I'm not, I mean, I, I suppose we're very open with each other about like other friendships mm. that we have mm-hmm. and stuff, but I, I feel like it is quite uncomfortable to say to, you know, to anyone in your life, mm. hey, like I haven't got many friends or hey, I'm not really getting along with my friends mm. or whatever it might be. Mm. But I feel like. If you're in a group, I actually think it would be so common being in a group of friends that might be from, you know, high school or primary yeah. school or whatever it might be and you've grown up together and you're only – because everyone changes mm. because obviously it's such a yeah. growing time of yeah. our lives from high school kind of into work, 
time that you do change and you do outgrow each other and you might outgrow half the group or all of them yeah. or they might outgrow you or whatever it might be. Yeah. And I think it would be actually a lot of people would be in the situation where they've got a friendship group, they mm. don't actually get along with or not even not get along, they just don't feel, you know, their cup yeah. isn't full yeah. after they catch up with a few people in that group, yeah. but the rest of them are fine and, yeah. and that's okay. Yeah. Yeah, totally. Like you're not alone if, no. if that if that's you. And I think I, I agree. I wouldn't in, in that situation, I wouldn't have a conversation because I think for me it would be, as you said, if that person I'm sad about and yeah. I think that it's fixable or yeah. I just want to communicate, yeah. then because they might every time, what's an example, every time I catch up with them and they might say, for example, with what we do, right, yeah. some of the stuff we do is through, a lot of the stuff we do is through social media yeah. and some people think social media is a joke. Yeah, like there's 100%. a lot of people that think that and yeah. they kind of think, oh, like – you're, you know, they kind of put put you put us, yeah. well, not us down, but like I've yeah, been no, in situations yeah. where I felt really uncomfortable, and I feel like my job's been made to feel like a, a, bit joke. Of a joke. Yeah, and with which sucks. Yeah, of course. But with those people, I feel like I know that like we're just not on the same page, yeah. and like we'll never be on the same page. Yeah. And you know, we didn't really have that strong of a friendship before yeah. that, so there's no point of talking about no. it. But if that was a friendship where I was kind of like oh, I love this person, like yeah. they're such a big part of my life and maybe they don't understand how they're making me feel, then yeah. I think it's great to have that 100%. conversation. A hundred percent, completely agree. Um, and I think you'll find as well with those friendships that you feel are falling out and you don't want to make the effort with, as in like you don't even want to bother with mm. that conversation because you actually don't mind if you lose them as a friend, you'll probably find in most circumstances that they're feeling the same way. Mm. Like I feel like yeah, it, it does happen where, you know, you're ready to end a friendship and, and they're not. Mm. Like that absolutely does happen. But I think more often than not, you are left feeling guilty when you probably shouldn't be because yep. they're probably thinking the exact same mm. thing. And so try not to feel that guilt or anything like that. Like if you stop putting effort in and they're also not putting effort mm. in, they're probably thinking the same yeah. thing. Yeah, 100%. And so what about now? Mm. So that's kind of a group, right? Yeah, yeah. Then we've got, okay, so there's two more I want to go through with you. Yeah. So firstly, what if they are someone that is an individual that mm-hmm. you might have met through work or whatever, yeah. not a group, but you're drifting mm-hmm. or you're not drifting, you really, you just don't like catching up with them anymore, yeah. they don't make you feel good, mm-hmm. but it's not a group situation. So the only time you see them is one-on-one. Mm-hmm. How do you navigate that? But they're not a close friend. Uh, probably This is where I distance. think slowly ghosting is okay. Yeah, no, yeah. 100%. Yep. Okay. Distance and slowly ghosting. Again, the only time that that becomes, I think, inappropriate is if they are reaching out and they're like, what's going on? Yes. And you're like continuing to ignore them. It's probably not a very nice way to end a friendship. Agree. Agree but 100%. if you're drifting and they're also drifting and no one's making an effort, it was probably the right move. Yeah. So I think ghosting and and just kind of being silent or like having distance. I'm talking about like casual ghost, not like ghosting like as in like, not, never, like never making it yeah. and block. <laughs> no, totally. But like casually drifting apart and like not really catching up anymore. All and that not sort both of stuff. Mo- not, not making an effort. effort. Exactly. Yeah. But if that person is still making a strong effort and you can yeah. feel that they're not right on the same page, like yeah. – Maybe you have to have a conversation, which is very awkward, but yes. it's not nice for that person if if they're still trying, really, Agreed. really trying for you and you're just kind of... agree. That's just mean. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's very mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't recommend that. No. So in that instance, and then also I think the next one that I want to talk about is if it's a close friend yeah. and you feel like, which this is like the hardest situation Absolutely. of all time, you feel like you have a close friendship where you're just they make like it's toxic yeah. like that a lot of it's actually quite common in more through high school but a lot of best friends are actually yeah. I've 
observed can be very toxic for each other 100%. because they are in this kind of they're always comparing themselves to yeah. each other and they're always competing yeah. and it's like it's such a and that's why when we became friends I was like oh my god I've met someone who's not in competition <laughs> like that's not like that's actually genuinely happy for me and, it's, and it it's, doesn't mean that you can't hang shit on each other no like, it's not every oh my god do, like, do you listen to this podcast <laughs> <laughs> yeah like there's a difference between having a joke having a laugh like hanging shit on each other yeah. in a friend in a close friendship way than just not really being oh close. then the, t- the stuff that we <laughs> spoke through the toxic something. things yeah, so exactly. every time you leave you you question yourself mm. you feel like you're not enough mm. they might also like yeah you get a promotion they say or they might hold you back from even yeah. trying to get a promotion because yeah. they don't want you to don't have a better job you. than them yeah. or whatever yeah. all those things in that instance you probably do need to catch up and Absolutely. talk about it because otherwise that's probably more of an instance where they'll keep yeah. messaging you and you probably can't and again, then. again, someone might not even know or realise that they're making you feel that way. So yes. if it is a really close friend and they're making you feel that way, have that honest conversation with them and it might actually be able to be turned around yeah. really quickly. Yeah. I know when I was um, modelling full-time and travelling a lot and everything, I was prioritising work above mm. anything else mm-hmm. and I drifted a little bit from, you know, some of my closest mates mm. from high school and they, like, made that obvious to me and, like, mm-hmm. they were like, all right, you literally say no to every event these days. Put on them. Like, what's going on kind yeah. of thing. And I needed them yeah. to kind of say that and to have a bit of a wake-up yeah. call like, okay, this is ridiculous because I did miss them. It's mm. just I was prioritising the wrong things and I, I don't know, I definitely was – I was I was almost not taking advantage but I knew how close we were as friends and I just kind of thought like, oh, they'll always be there. Mm. But I needed them to pull me up on that yeah. and like ever since then – put more effort in and mm. it's it's not just been like better for our friendship but like it's made my cup fuller as well yeah. because I realised how much fun I have with them mm. and like how much I love them um, but I needed them to call me out on that yeah. so like there is times when your really close friend might mm. be acting in a certain way that they don't even realise is affecting mm-hmm. you in such a mm-hmm. deep way. So just just be open with them. A hundred percent. And I think that, that then comes back to that guilt that you would feel yeah. if you wanted to break up with a friend that maybe first had that conversation because they, as, as we spoke about, the, like what you were doing, you mm. weren't doing that as in like, no. I don't like No, like I wasn't like, friend. I don't care It wasn't you. in spite or <laughs> no, anything. It was no. just because, you know, you were working a lot. Yeah. And so it's sometimes it's if you have that, but if you have that conversation mm. and it might be that, hang on, every time we catch up, you put me down. No, mm. this is not you. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> more like this I is an make example, fun guys. Of you. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like do we make equal fun of each other or yes, do I, I make think more? So. Yeah, I think you actually like make more podcast, fun of me. Especially with the special chairs, I make more fun of you. But anyway, just say, that's obviously all joking. Yes, I love your special yeah, chairs. Thank you. Um, but I have to keep the comedy. Um, anyway. <laughs> okay, back to series. So. It, just say you catch up, your friend makes you feel bad about yourself, but not in a nice way. It's not like yeah. funny, it's not a joke. Or maybe they think it's a joke, but yeah, it's exactly. actually really hurting you. Yeah. And you chat to them about it. And then they say they, they get defensive, yeah. they don't take it seriously, and they keep doing it. Then at that stage, if you then say, I can't be friends with you anymore. Yeah. You should have no guilt. No guilt. Yeah. Because you've Agreed. tried and then you've decided yeah. that it's not going to work. 100%. And I think as well, if you are going to go and break up with a friend, um, just be prepared that it will probably be – if they're not feeling the same way, it will probably be – it's really uncomfortable. It'll probably be quite uncomfortable. 100%. I would probably do it on the phone. <laughs> so you're not, like, looking at each other. <laughs> yes, no, I agree. That would be very uncomfortable. It's almost worse than a breakup, I feel. Like, uh, like yeah. having a long, close friendship, breaking yeah. up, is yeah. probably more icky than a relationship, yeah, which is, like, why for me. I've only – I think in my whole life I've only broken up with uh, one friend. Mm. That was very toxic mm. and – but I was like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah, right. And it was fine. Good. But 
Yeah, apart from that, I'm a drifter. Yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> the easiest way. So now how to make friends as an adult mm. because I think that's something that is one of the hardest things yeah. ever. And I remember my mum used to tell mum, you speak, Laura, like you're going to make so many friends at uni. Like uni's where I made all my best friends. Oh my God, I love you, mum. And then I got to uni and I literally, like I have a few friends, <laughs> but like we're not, we don't catch up, yeah. like, you know, just yeah. in the same class. Yeah. Uh, we text sometimes. But I was like, I haven't made any strong yeah. friendships at uni. What's wrong with me? I, <laughs> I think it's also um, you compare it to how you made friends in high school, right? Yeah. And, like, it's just totally different because in high school you, you're friends with people because they're in the same class as you mm. or they're in your netball team or, you know, like yeah. the, you're just friends with people because they're there basically. Mm. And then it's when you leave high school you realise out of those group of friendships, which is a lot of what we've spoken about, um, the people, you, you find the individual that you actually still have things in common with or, you know, like-minded interests and all that Mm. sort of stuff. And they're the people that you usually have for the long run. And it's the same with making friends as an adult. I feel like all of my friends that I've made as an adult, I've had an interest, Mm -hmm. like a, a... sorry, a common interest with them as Mm -hmm. in like I might have met them through work and we were like working on the same thing and, you know, that's that. Um, Or like there's like you and me, met you through work, but we had the common interest that we were both kind of hating that at the time (laughs) (laughs) and really interested in health and fitness and then also both very weird people. (laughs) I feel like you've become so much weirder. (laughs) Okay. I feel like what happened with me was – my childhood up until about probably 14. Yes. I was openly weird. Yeah. And, and then I tried to be serious. cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then, then I was I re- like, uh-uh. <laughs> then I really tried to be cool and was only weird around Martha Alana. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, you, you let me feel <laughs> like I could be that weird person again in front of everyone else. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> but basically what I'm saying is like as an adult, like you generally make friends with, with those people with common interests. Yeah. And it's not to say that you can't have any friends that don't have the same interests as you, but yeah. they generally at least have the same values as you or like is a similar kind of personality mm-hmm, type in mm-hmm. the way of like they bring other people up or, mm-hmm. you know, are supportive. I've got friends who I've got nothing in common with, but yes. I still have a great time with them because yes. we're – we both support each other and we know that I was like, I don't necessarily like that. You don't necessarily like what I do, but like you're both there and bring each other up. Mm. So it doesn't have to be a common interest, but that's generally how you meet Yes, them, exactly. Whether right. it's work. And uni. you have things to talk about. Exactly. Because if one of you like is only into cars mm. and the other one's only into, I don't know, I don't even know how you would meet that person. <laughs> Just walk gardening. past them on the street. Then Hello. you might not have friends. a lot to talk about <laughs> no. because... You don't like cars, they yeah. don't like cars. But you do have to put yourself out there to make friends as an adult, yes. absolutely, which is a really uncomfortable thing, I feel, and you have to kind yes. of just find that confidence in yourself. And and it's like, you know, you, you're going to meet a lot of people as an adult that don't have to be your friend, you know. Yeah. It's quality over quantity. And you realise yes. that as you get older. It's 100%. not about how many friends you have. It's about the close friends. So even if you're an adult and you feel like you haven't made any adult friends, mm. but you still have a handful of really close friends mm. from high school, there's also nothing wrong with that. Agreed. If they fill up your cup of friendship, you don't need to necessarily have to make friends as adults. Yeah, because I think sometimes we compare. Sometimes I even think about that. I'm like, oh, my God, I know people with so many more yeah. friends than me. Like, why don't I have that many friends? Like, what's wrong with me? <laughs> then I'm like, no, I've got really good close, close friends yeah. that I love and that's that's fine. Like, it's yeah. not – you don't need to compare no. our friendships. No. I think that's, that's a really great point. And then I had something else on what you just said and now I've just Blanked. lost my train <laughs> of thought. Okay. So my question for you is where would you meet friends if you – wanted some more (laughs) (laughs) if you wanted some more um 
I, I have mean, the answer like, to this if you want. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, like, especially with COVID, I think last year, I ended up connecting with a lot of people online. Yes. Um, and as I spoke about in the last podcast with being pregnant, I ended up getting quite close. Well, I feel like I'm close to them. It'd be really funny if there's, <laughs> they might be listening to this podcast and they're like, awkward, I never want to catch up with you, just keep down me. Um, but there's some mums that are friends of friends or and I might have met them like, like once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like I've really bonded with them yeah. over DM. So, you know, your friendships don't actually. And even Chessie King, right? Give them a shout out. I would Who are call, they? Tell us. That's really awkward. But I will shout out Chessie, right? Yes. Chessie King, uh, you know, I How pregnant feel is she now? Like, 38? Yeah, she's only got four weeks left, I think. She's getting a C-section though, so just a little bit early. But she is someone who I've never met. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I've only been speaking to her online. Well, actually, it's probably been about three years now I've followed her. You kind of met her on the podcast? I literally, yeah. Fully, that's when I got to know her. Like, I followed her before that point, but that was the first time we, like, kind of (laughs) chatted. Anyway, now, like, at least once a week, we'll send each other voice voice memos and, like, catch up and talk. And she is someone that fills up my cup and like I genuinely would call her a friend and I've never met her in my life. So like I think you don't be afraid of making friends online and enter community. There is some really beautiful spaces, safe spaces online Mm. where you can connect with others. And I mean, we see it all the time in our community where someone might move to a new town Mm. and they're like, how am I going to make friends here? And they're, you know, might be studying and I don't know, maybe like you and not connecting with many people at uni, (laughs) only a select few, um, and want to know how they can make friends. And we've seen them go into our Facebook community and say, hey, I've just moved to Sydney and... I would like to do a kick workout with someone or like do a regular, I don't know, brunch or coffee date or whatever. Mm. Is anyone interested? Because I, you know, want to meet some people. And every, like every time that happens in our community, people write back and yes. say, oh my God, yeah, where about you? I'm in blah, blah, blah. And I think that's so beautiful. And it just like goes to show that like there is other people out there that are also searching mm. for some nice friendships and everything like that. So put yourself out there mm-hmm. um, and yeah, slide into some DMs if you're not in our community. <laughs> <laughs> love and no, I love that. Yeah, I think I think the community is a great one because I think especially like speaking obviously from the keep it clean community, mm. everyone in that community has common interests. Yeah. And so it's so easy yeah. when I feel like when which is so beautiful when people catch up in big groups, which is just mm. amazing. It's literally I'm just like when I see photos, I'm like, and yeah, I'm sure you're the yeah. same. Like, no, oh, yeah. this is so Seriously. nice. But there's things you can talk about because you know you everyone in the key community is passionate about. Yeah health and wellness yeah. and feeling good about themselves and, yeah. and building their confidence. Mm-hmm. And so that's then – and it's really nice so many friendships have formed through there. But I've, I agree. I think that's a really great place. And don't be afraid to – as like in our community, no one's afraid to reach out. They'll yeah. say, can, yeah, I've just moved to blah, blah. Yeah. Where do you want – can we catch up? Um, and, and it's beautiful. Yeah, and obviously make sure it's a safe space. Like obviously everyone that is in the community um, – is, is kind of like checked out and everything like that. But like, um, so be careful when you're sliding into a stranger's DMs about making friends. Like maybe try and- I feel like like, also, like <laughs> internet just, is also a dangerous just, place. <laughs> yes. Also, I feel like you have got a blue tea. <laughs> so it's like- No, but like- Like if I didn't know you and you messaged me, I'd be like, oh my God, Seth Lesbys wants to talk to me. <laughs> yes. No, no. But like, I just, yeah, I think obviously be careful. When you're messaging yeah, course, someone and getting to know them online and then if you if you are going to progress to meeting yes. them in person, obviously be careful because we know that that's not always safe. place. Yes. It's very open. 100%. Um, but remember that an online friendship doesn't mean it's any less of a friendship. Yes. If you are connecting with someone overseas and they fill up your cup by having a conversation with them or a Zoom call once a week, like yes. that's also a friendship. That doesn't mean 
You don't have a as friend. As long as they're not asking you to transfer money into their bank account. Or like take off your clothes or something. Like, yes. Those are not funny situations. No. We are not laughing no. because they are. They're very serious situations. But like in all seriousness, online relationships are totally okay. And yes. meeting people online, whether even like dating apps and stuff yes. like that, even like Bumble, making friends on things like those apps, is totally okay to do. Agree. Great advice. So next thing is with jealousy, which we've kind of touched on, how to be happy for your friends without comparing them to your life. Or the opposite, what if your friends copy everything you do? Mm. So I thought this would be a good one for you to answer because I sometimes copy your fashion sense. Oh, my God. How does it make you feel? Are you like, uh, do you feel like it's uh, flattering? I feel like I do or? it equally <laughs> as much as you do. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay, I feel like if someone's copying something, Take that as flattery, especially yes. if they're a close friend. Agree, agree, yeah. agree. And then I feel like if you take that in a bad way, there's something. There's, yeah. I think that shows there's an issue in the friendship. Yeah. But if you take it, like if you turn up and I'm wearing the same outfit as you, I'm like, yes, I'm so happy, <laughs> I've made it. It's true. She actually does yeah, say and that. And I, I feel like it's, or well, that's a funny example, yeah, but yeah. I feel like if we ever do something similar, then I'm like, I don't know, I feel like, oh, it's really nice that like, or if you ask for my advice on something, yeah. it's I'm like, it's really nice you found yeah. my advice. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like it's the way you're responding to that, I feel like shows, does maybe say a lot about the friendship. 100%. Um, and then as for feeling jealous of your friends, I feel like this really comes down to you as an individual and how um, you are feeling in yourself and in your life. Like, it's not your friend's fault that you feel that way, yeah. it's actually yeah. yours. Yeah. So that doesn't mean they're a bad friend or whatever. If it means that because you're struggling, you need to distance yourself for mm. whatever reason, feel free to do that. But I would also have a conversation with that person and make them and let them know that that might be why you're doing mm. it or whatever. But, like, it's really not their fault. It is something that you need to, sit, like, kind of sit down and think about yes. in your own skin and, and everything. Like, if you are jealous of your friend's life and it's making you kind of almost be the toxic one in the relationship. Mm. Like they might be sharing their wins with you and you might not be encouraging them or like making them feel good about it because you're jealous, then you need to work on that because we should always be like happy for our friends and everything like that, no matter what's going on in our life. Um, But again, it doesn't mean that like just sort your shit out. You're like, like, I'm sure your life is fine. I'm not saying that at all. Because everyone, loved your facial expressions there. I'm not saying that at all because obviously we all go through tough times. Yes, and sometimes you just can't help but the, the jealousy monster mm. takes over, and you just compare yourself to others mm-hmm. and all that sort of stuff. It does happen. It happens to the best of us. Mm. Um, but you just need to kind of work that on, on that yourself. It's not agree. Yeah, and ask fault. yourself that question. Yeah, if your friend's doing something and succeeding, and you're annoyed uh, ask yourself why is this annoying me is it fair for me to react this way to my friend and I feel like it's a hard question to ask yourself yeah but when you do you probably come to the conclusion that hang on this problem's with me it's not with them yeah and I need to be better yeah but it does happen to everyone it's okay but yeah just I I love what you said that it's probably on you so last question of the day yeah thank you so much for everyone's questions by the way I'm Mm. loving the question contribution each week from, great. from the community. I feel it's like our job is, yeah. yeah. But you also, I just love this. Such great questions. <laughs> it is, it is. Okay, last question for you, Stephanie. Okay, <laughs> okay Laura Shirley. <laughs> How to say no to catching up with a friend if you need time for you, but you don't want to let them down? Okay, so that last bit, if you don't want to let them down, obviously it's a friendship that 
you still care about. Yes. <laughs> Not like those toxic ones that we were talking about before yes. where you want to ghost them and everything like that. Um, I think be honest again, just have a conversation yes. with them. Um, there is time. Okay. This is a bad example because, well, actually it's kind of a good example. Last week. Yes. I was really struggling. I had like zero sleep. I mean, I'm still struggling with my sleep, but there was a day this where I was the days mentally. I came over. Did you want me to leave? No, 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 no. You, you sure? actually did come over. Did I? But did it, was was the it, pod- it was when we recorded the podcast. Oh, no. No. <laughs> I came over for work. But I had, I think I already spoke about this on the podcast last week, maybe. I can't remember. My brain is fried. did a great job on that podcast, by the way, considering. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Thank you. Um, but a girlfriend of mine, very close, one of my best mates, yes. Alana, was yes. going to come over and have a catch up and have a cuddle with Harvey. And I had to message her early in the morning that morning and just say mate I'm so sorry I was up all night I really need today to myself Mm -hmm. and I knew that we already had like a work commitment like the podcast and I was like I think two catch-ups is going to be too much um and I just said do you think we can postpone and everything like that and I and she was obviously like totally fine Mm -hmm. I'm so glad you messaged that's Mm -hmm. all good because a good friend totally understands when you need some space or some time or some me time 100 percent. and even if we didn't have there was no baby in the picture 100 i feel like even with us like for example if you've been like if i've been like come over this Mm. friday night and then you're like laura i'm so tired i just need to have a bath tonight yeah if i yeah i would never never take that personally no because you've said i'm exhausted i need to have a bath and i'm like okay good because you probably would have been bad company anyway no but no seriously that's fine. Yeah. So I think, uh, yeah, I don't think you should feel like you're letting your friend down because I feel like everyone in their life goes through times when mm. they need alone time, yeah. when they need yeah, space yep. and when they just need to do things but that you make just them need to be happy. Honest and just say that exactly. to your friend. So that they don't think that there's something else yeah, going that's, on. Yeah, I think it's communication 100%. that's key there because if I just just say we Kept had dinner plans on me. and I just cancelled on you and you're like, oh my God, does she not like me? Then all my stories like, come oh, I'm at home. Like, <laughs> yeah, having a fun time at home by myself. <laughs> um, you'd be like, What's what? going on? <laughs> yeah. But if I had already said to you, it's because this has happened, I'm really exhausted, I mm. just need a bath, yeah. then you would not even think twice about no. it. So communi- communication is the answer to most things in to life. everything in life. It really is. It really is. <laughs> well. Wow. Fantastic question. <laughs> <laughs> what a podcast. <laughs> and what, can I just say, considering you probably had 45 minutes sleep last night. This is. In blocks. <laughs> Yeah, but you probably total. What's the total? Tell us the total. <laughs> nah, total or you don't want to add it up. Total would probably be around four hours, but it was like broken. Okay, <laughs> okay. So that's not a, because we're not the people that are like you know people that are like oh, I only Run have three on hours sleep. sleep. Yeah, no. We've never I been used those to have people, my eight hours. so yeah. I feel like four hours is not great. Like it's it's obviously you haven't a little angel, but it's really impressive that you're running this well on four hours of sleep. Oh, so amazing. thank you for bringing the best. <laughs> Quality sound. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Should I do the outro? Am Thank you for bringing good? your best self today, Zoe. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> well, guys, that is all from us today. This, like, ends the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm feeling my nipples burning up, so I think it's time oh to Oh, my God, feed. express? Express it. No. No. Why would you Let express down? if it's what it's called. Okay, yeah, sorry. <laughs> it's really weird. You just, like, start to feel your, t- your nipples kind of, like, tingle and burn, and it's like, you know... It's, it's time. time. Okay, we need to go. So um, we'll round this up. <laughs> so as we mentioned at the start of this podcast yes. a whole hour ago, um, <laughs> yeah. we have got a challenge which is super exciting and um, if you would like to join it or you would like to sign up to Kick, you can enjoy a seven-day free trial. Um, you can find out more about Kick at www.keepitcleaner.com.au or you can find us in the App Store or Google – what's it called again? Google Play. Oh, my God. Google Play Store. Android app. We both use iPhones, but we we do have a very good Android (laughs) app. 
Thank you. Thank you. Anyone that uses um, Android. So you can sign up via those apps as well and still enjoy your seven-day free trial. Can I just um, say I love when you say enjoy your seven-day free trial. <laughs> like it's, it's just so sweet. Well, I hope they do enjoy it. <laughs> Stick true. around. Um, otherwise, you can find us on Instagram as well at keepitcleaner, at laura.henshaw or at Smith. And as always, we will be back next Wednesday with another podcast. Woo! Hope you enjoyed it, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.